Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey guys, hey. you downloaded our podcast, Camping Day. Mm. Going camping, guys? We are going camping. Go camping. It feels like a Friday, so I was about to go, here's the podcast, enjoy! Uh, Scott PM? Morrison. Yeah. yeah. Whichever way you know him, the PM's coming up. We talked to him about camping. Scotty boy. Mm-hmm. Scotty mate. Also talked about pornography. Yes, we did. That The story you're sharing in the podcast, uh, I think, is a real important one for any parent, but especially parents of boys, I, I think. I just emailed the teacher. Oh, right. Great. Yeah, to give you a bit of a, a, an update Great. on it. Yeah. You feel good about it? I feel, no, I feel both about it, really. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. If you hear the full chat, I just don't want to ruin the trust with my son. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, that's coming up in the podcast. Plus, we'll give you answers for Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Let's get into it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Gear up for your next adventure at Anaconda and camp better thanks to our partner, Coleman. Stab Abby and Matt's camp out. The camping trip. We're excited because it's the first time that Stab's coming along. You haven't been as keen. Life gets in the way, guys. We are going camping today. We are going up to Rivershore on the Sunshine Coast, and more importantly than anything else, we need to get a weather report. Well, I'm I'm still a bit cut from yesterday because we're having a tent set up uh, competition when we first get there. Yes, and it'll be it'll be impeded by rain possibly. Mm. But Stav has been watching a YouTube tutorial on how to set up his tent. I haven't told my husband that he's going to be headless when he finds out you've been looking before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone that's knows the narrative that we're going with, and that's you, fine. You set up a tent. Yeah. No instructions. Mm-hmm. No prior knowledge. You just turn up and you just. Hope Wing for the best. It. You said Wing to quote, exactly right. yeah. it looked easy on the on the online. Mm. Uh, so you mm. have looked at that. Now Tony Orden, I don't know if he had a late night because I was walking out of a party at the Gabba last night and he was walking in. You there? Good morning, guys. No, I tapped out after about an hour. I had a, a sneaky beer and then headed home. Right. So I'm relatively fresh. It was so funny. I was like, I'll see you tomorrow. And he goes, Yep, six twenty. And the band Shepherd were there, and they're like, Why do you guys get up that early? <laughs> that was so upset. So we can pay our mortgages, guys. <laughs> we can't all be singing Hey Geronimo at ten thirty at night. Uh, uh Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, completely. Absolutely. Now, Tony, here's the deal, mate. You are our weather guy. For anything that we've ever done, we turn to you. All right. Absolutely. And- this is probably the least crazy promo I've ever been involved. Uh. I was expecting you to be camping in a crocodile enclosure or something, but it's just <laughs> camping, isn't it? Hey, still time it's yet. Still time yet. Now, yeah. we, we want to know, we're setting up today around 2 o'clock, so that's when we're going to be pitching our tents. Um, what's weather looking like bang on 2 o'clock today? Okay. Well, the good news is temperatures will be nice and warm today. Uh, the bad news is you're trying to camp in a Queensland wet season, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, look, we've got plenty of showers around this morning. We actually had 100 millimetres down on the Gold Coast in about an hour last night, or just over. So <laughs> it's a bit of rain around. I'm cautiously optimistic it's going to take off inland. We'll see some storms there, maybe some flash flooding, but hopefully only one or two drops of rain this Arvo on the coast for you. Okay. Um, having said that, just be prepared to maybe keep a book or a, maybe a cold beer handy in the car if you need to just keep sheltered for a bit. Um, but there's going to be plenty of showers right along that coastal stretch overnight tonight and into oh, tomorrow as oh, well. Oh. So we will get some sort of showers within that time period. Yeah, and they could be pretty punchy showers, those heavy ones where you get a real burst of not just a little light, oh, but where you can actually yeah. set a tent up. And it, you're, you're carrying away in the fetal position in the car while you can't see outside kind of showers. Okay. <laughs> see, they're annoying because they come on quick too, so you're in the middle of doing something, everyone's having good times, mm. and then it just 
bark it's down. Everyone has to run under a shelter somewhere. Do you reckon they'll come And then you've got to dry off the tent before you can actually yes. set it up. Yes, oh, I know. Mm. You're waiting for the sun to pack up. So what about tomorrow morning around this time? Because that's when we're going to be doing the show yeah. at, at I, Sunshine I'd, Coast. I'd recommend keeping a good tarp handy still, guys, for your, okay. uh, your broadcast location. Because, okay. like I said, you might, might just luck in that the stuff this afternoon takes off inland and you, you could escape it. Mm. But I reckon there's going to be heaps of coastal showers overnight and through the morning, right through that perfect on-air time for you. Great. Yay. Excellent. Mm. So give us exactly six. So at 6.25, we want to challenge you here, mm-hmm. Tony. So we're going to go to, we want to do a talk break at 6.25 tomorrow and say this is exactly what Tony said. 6.25. I reckon it's going to be um, pretty heavy right then until about an hour after sunrise. You get a little break and then just when you thought you made it to the end of the the, uh, the show, you'll get a little sneaky one just before Ooh, 9. Oh, okay. okay. I like this. Up. Right. This, is a, oh, this is going to be good to predict. We'll give All you a right. call um, tomorrow then. No worries. Sounds good, guys. All right, good stuff. The problem we're going to have is everyone knows it's great to sit under the tarp, but she's loud. Yeah. So it's going to be like yeah. you're going to hear it coming through. Yeah, it sounds like, um, sounds like radio static. When it comes through on air, cancel the show. Let's have a sleep. No, in. our producers I like have it. the. Uh, <laughs> I like it. They have the uh, Ladi Da ones, so Ladi-da that's tents. our backup to do the show from theirs. You can come into our cabin, guys. Oh. Oh. I don't want to come. Into- <laughs> 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 no. Can you do the show okay, from the we need to talk block, about like. it. Yeah, yeah, we could do from the toilet block. Yeah, yeah we've had. To be good. honest, we've had dinner in the laundry there before. Never had was... dinner in the toilet. There, there could be something new. Well, because there's boys and girls. Oh, yeah, we'd be segregated. Not in 2021. Well, there is at the campsite, there is. Well, we can all decide. We'll go into the family one then. There's a big family one. Yeah, get in there as a family. I'll wash your back if you wash mine, Stav. Let's just have a sleep in. (laughs) (laughs) Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I need your help with something because I know you've been in this situation um, before. Mm. Um, We've got a bit of an issue with our eldest having had reports from school. So another kid has come up to him, and we've actually had all the the chats with the birds and the bees before with him, and I think it's at that age where some of the parents haven't, so they were asking about it, and they're looking up things in the dictionary, Mm. and you can have there, and they're like, oh, can you believe that that's in there? Mm. And that's fine, and he spoke to me about it. But another child at the school has talked about X-rated videos Mm. in detail with them. Oh, right. So it would have... It would appear that they they don't know what the videos are. They've actually watched that the the descriptions are so in depth that this kid clearly's watched them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm at the thing where I'm all for age appropriate information to be given to Mm. them, um, but not viewing. No, no, no. And where in our household um, we have open door policy where you are not allowed to watch iPads in your room. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not allowed to watch iPads with earphones. Everything needs to be out in the open mm-hmm. so that I can monitor it. And that's to do with watching YouTube clips that might have swearing in it um, and also like watching the games of age appropriate. Wow. However, in saying that, Finney does play Fortnite. And I go, I know that he hasn't watched any because You've monitored it. we monitor it and I always look at his history as you told us to do that. When yeah. You did it with your son. I so, still I still do it to my 19-year-old occasionally. <laughs> okay, you might need to let go of that. All right, Never. Man. To pick up tips. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what to do now mm. because I don't know if you go to the school and you make a big deal about it. I don't know who the parent is of the child to have a discussion with them. And in saying that, is it rude for me to have a discussion because I don't want to 
I know it sounds funny, I haven't got all my ducks in a row, as in I let my son watch Fortnite. Mm. So can they turn around and say, look, hey, that's not great? Well, Do you know I, what I mean? I, th- I don't know how to go about, to go it. about yeah. it. I don't want to make it a big deal, but I also don't want... I don't want this to happen, and I don't think it's right for this boy to be watching it. No, it certainly is not. It's well, illegal as well. Yeah, but that's uh, you always think that, though, On the, even regardless of not all adult sites, but any over-18 site where it goes, are you over-18, and then you just click yes. Like That yeah. is not a monitoring system at no. all. Yeah. You're supposed to put your birthday in stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the only advice I can give, and we've been in a few scenarios with my older son, and it was mainly around things he was watching. So mm. he, he, you know, he was obviously older, mm. seeking things out, but still not old enough to be watching it. So we had to talk to him about what real sex was yeah. and what, what fake is, you know, because in that, if you don't have those conversations with young men, that then turns into problems when they're older and yeah. they and they are having those relationships. And you're so hearing that's the important. reports as well of a, a lot of, you know, that the website's gone up of a lot of um, girls who have talked about it and said, what boys thought was normal mm. for yes. first times were not anything they yeah. felt comfortable with. And no doubt, I don't even think the boys were, but there's something that they've, they've, they've watched too early. Yeah. So, I mean, to growing me, up, you'd have to find your parents... I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like that would, it was a lot harder to yeah. come across. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, you'd have to think that the parents would be mortified if, if they found out. You'd want to hope so. Yeah. You'd want to hope They so. wouldn't be letting that kid watch no. that. My advice to you would be, if you don't know the parents, you're not comfortable going to them... I would go to the school mm. and just say something to the principal because something obviously that child is seeking it out and finding it. My biggest fear for him would be that he his attitude is is uh, towards that yeah. towards sex is being shaped now. Mm. Alre- it's already yeah. being shaped by watching it, and he needs to be intervened with. This is not this is not real, mm. so that his attitude towards it is is because I'm also clear. at that point where I don't want to. You know yourself, if you have an open relationship with your son, that's amazing. Yes. Am I going to burn that trust yeah, as yeah. well? Yeah. Well, you say, you should that's say that to one, the principal. That's a hard one because I said, I don't want any discussions anymore yeah. with this child. I want mm. you to say, look, I, I can't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. Mm. Yeah. But it's like at the same time, you feel like you're destroying the, the good open relationship that you yeah. have as well. I think you're doing the right thing there. I think the other thing too is, I'm sure, take it to the school because if the parents... If they talk to the parents about it, the parents say, yeah, we let him watch that. Then well, that they is, wouldn't. Yeah. No, but they that's, wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. So, There's no way that you... No. No. But, but then that it would be an issue and it would actually be a legal issue. Yeah. But that, that no, wouldn't no, no, be no. That would, that would be someone, I think, not monitoring yeah. it. But then really what you're doing is you are saying you're not monitoring your kid. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a real slap in, you know, the but face for a lot of aren't. parents. Well, they're not. But then how many times do you let your child watch it with the earphones on? That's what I get scared about. You don't know the content that they're doing, mm. you yeah. know? It's easy. They, and they're, they're smarter than we give them credit for. They can find things they, oh, yeah. ne- they need to. Mm. I, my Anything that we've been through with Ethan, we've always been very upfront and honest about it because I think... You know, you don't want it to turn into a legal issue where potentially they take photos and yeah. things like that. Mm. I, I would, if I was you, I would go to the school. I would explain the situation where you don't want your child to shut down from you. So please ask them to be delicate in that. Yeah. Um, but definitely let them know because I'm sure the parent would want to know now. Sure. There's also this situation of how do you go back when they've already seen something that's inappropriate for their age. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, I would feel that those parents probably now have to but sit also, down and have that But I also mean for the conversation with my son. Oh, yeah. You know, mm. to be able to hear about it because we've made it very age-appropriate up until now and any questions he's had, but now we've just jumped up to a category of questions yeah. where it's really hard. Mm. I, I, would talk, I would speak to him about it. Yeah.
poor Ethan has had to have some very uncomfortable conversations with me. But I feel like it, it for him, it's it probably helped to be more honest and let him colour in the pictures himself. Yeah. Well, as, as Maddie said, there's a fortnight update coming next week. He'll forget all about it by then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, wants to, he wants to know whether we're playing Fortnite, like you playing Fortnite on the camping trip. Uh, no, no. Oh, you're not allowed? Well, no, Esna. Did you not ask Esther? No, she wouldn't let me. You have to have an open relationship with your wife, otherwise yeah, yeah. it becomes an issue. No, I know the rules. I know the rules. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Now, for a long time, the USA has had a stranglehold on a particular part of the um, population that uh, I think that we need to reclaim back. And that is, of course, interviews after something has happened in the States on the news. They do it better than any other country mm-hmm. in the world, mm. and they tend to go viral because they just seem to. I think they they're just so aware of television that they said, mm. "This is my moment." Time to shine. This is my baby. moment. Yeah. Uh, so, do you think though? Now it always started out as being organic, like yeah. people accidentally became internet sensations. But do you think? Now, one, the producers go looking for the craziest person, oh, yeah. and then they also think to themselves, no. I can become something A little here. bit, but when you do go to America and you travel, everyone is so much more... Media savvy, would you yeah, say? Yeah, I would say yeah. so. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, or do we just think that because they sound like everyone we watch on TV? Well, I was just talking <laughs> yeah. to a little kid, and yeah. I was just like, my kids look so shy in comparison. Mm. Yeah, I guess in, in America, if you said to them, you know, you wanted to record something for the radio, that you'd do it, and they'd be like, you got all you need? Yeah. You want any more? Yeah, yeah. Another one for safety, yeah. but, but here. People run away. You go near near a microphone, they go, piss off. Here's a couple of the originals that are my favourite, and this one did go viral. And I think she was kind of the one that started it off. We've been interviewed. We've spoken to her. Yes, we've spoken to her. Sweet Brown, after her apartment building caught fire, she is an absolute legend. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop, and then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, Oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. I just love it. Yeah, and they went into the song, remember? Ain't nobody nobody got got time time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. You might not know this one, but this one came out shortly after, so I think he was still legit. And it was that horrifying story. Remember the girls that were found in the house after like eight years? And they came running t- towards him? They came him? running towards yeah. him, and it was the fact that they came running towards him that he knew was something was up, because he said this to the reporter. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Something is wrong here. Dead giveaway. Dead Charles, giveaway. Charles, thank you very Dead much. Dead giveaway. Thank you very much for your time. And- Either she homeless or she got problems. That's the only reason why she run to a black man. Then he gives a thumbs up. Wow. Is he the same? He's the same guy who was like, I was sitting on my porch eating a Big Mac. Yep. yep. Yeah, they're always, he's a one that wants sponsors. Yes. Yeah. And then McDonald's actually gave him a life, uh, uh, year wow. supply, a lifetime supply of Big Macs. I remember, wow. and he talked, he goes, I was like six bites into my Big Mac. <laughs> Wearing my Nike. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and my Versace. <laughs> I, I was like, she better not scratch my Porsche out the front. <laughs> but now we've got one to call our own. And and um, she even throws in a callback to one of our original classics, too. This is Rocket, who is in the new uh, Channel 10 show, Territory Cops. You've got to love Northern Territory. Yeah. Um, but there's a police siege unfolding, and uh, she has been, she's been monitoring it. And they ask her to explain what's been unfolding. And in true Northern Territory style, she does. About 11.45, I was up on my mate's veranda having a chat, and I seen a copper pull up at Ben's Bakehouse just around the corner. And I seen just coppers everywhere, like, and they're up, up their balcony, went up that way, went that way, went that way. I'm like, where is he? What are you doing? And then I was standing out here, and they're like, oh, he's there. 
like before, he just threw a big rum bottle and smashed up on the balcony and smashed all over the coppers. Pegged it at this copper's head, got him in the head, cracked his skull open, blood everywhere, claret coming everywhere. Next minute, copper goes, gets bandaged up and he's back on, he's walking around here still now. I'm well invested in this now, mate. I've been here since 11.45. Come down already. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys take note of yep. the sponsor there? Uh-huh, All on three. Let's say it. One, two, three. Benny's Bakehouse. Lifetime supply. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. One of the best conversations I've ever had with Maddie um, happened just recently because he was very excited about this, mm-hmm. and I'm something I'm excited about catching the bouquet at a wedding. Oh uh, yeah, it's going off on TikTok at the moment. <laughs> well, that's probably why you're into it. I didn't realise, but I I loved it so much that at our wedding we had a bookie come in and they took bets on who would catch the bouquet. You all got a different thing, and it was it was a big deal. Mm. But we got married. Uh, uh, like sort of, I guess, towards the start of all our friends getting married. Mm. So there were a lot of unmarried friends in there, as the tradition goes. But long-term relationships. where So your wedding would have been the one where everyone was like, huh, you guys are next? Yeah, yeah, yeah next. 100%. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get yeah. engaged next. You're going to get married next. And I didn't want to make people feel uncomfortable, so I said maybe all the girls could go in it, mm-hmm. right? Because even married and all that will make it a bit more fun. So you have to get divorced if you catch it? Well, no, one of the girls came up to me and said, that's not fair. <laughs> so why? She goes, because I'm next, I'm next to get married. And I went, it's not gospel. She goes, no, but it seems like that. And then he would, it would implant the idea. So I only want all the girls that are possible. Mm. It's like, well, do you just want to practice more? Because <laughs> she thought it, it was real important to her and it seems so stupid. Yeah. But she thought if she catches it, it puts pressure on her partner to propose. Uh, yeah, it, it was like this magical thing. And yeah. I want to know if that's ever happened, 131060, is it that good? Have you caught the bouquet and then got proposed to? Having said that... Or if, did it turn horribly wrong? If it does put the pressure on the guy because yeah. the girl's caught the bouquet, that might be the time he... You have that honest conversation where he's like, I don't want to marry you. Yeah. So it could be a maker or a breaker, the bouquet. My sister caught mine, ours, whatever. And Cats. Then, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that was many years coming. Yeah. Does she, yeah. Is, she, is that the same fellow she's married now? Nope. Oh, really? And she would have just been really competitive, wouldn't she? She, she needs someone. She would have jumped. Yeah, 100% she would have. <laughs> Plus she's tall. I love Shazza. Yeah. And she loves netball. Yeah. So oh, I think she, she even clipped her fingernails beforehand. She elbow out. Yeah. <laughs> you know that sort of girl yeah. that... She brought a bib. On the, on the same token, <laughs> does... You know, we we never did this at our wedding, but hey, you pull the garter off with your teeth. Oh, you oh did you do, do that? You, oh, yeah. We didn't do that, uh, no. Do you do the do you throw that do the blokes throw that back into the group of blokes? No, I don't think so. Yeah, you can for some weddings, but I don't know what that means. Yeah, okay. But it means you're yeah. gonna marry Creepy. her next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, next that's in line of the throne. <laughs> a bit weird for it. But now I've gone to weddings where if they get married older, no one wants them to catch a bouquet. Because mm. they're like, well then I don't want to stand out there as the only unmarried Oh, lady, like, hello. Mm-hmm. Imagine so, that there's one woman I've been on to a her wedding own. where there was two. Oh, wow. And it was Death so <laughs> awful. They just went, Do you want it? Nah. Do you want it? Nah. And she's like, That's not the right yeah. If you've been divorced, so just say mm. you are at a wedding, you're divorced, so you're single again. Do you are you allowed to step in, or do you like I had my turn? I'll let the I girls who've know. never been. I don't know in. what the protocol is. I think it's up to the bride. Yeah. Because now I, I mean, I did single ladies. As the oh, as as song, song. Are you sure? yeah, that's um, good. the bookie read out the you know the, the odds. odds. They did a bit of a, a mock one. My my friend got it who was married, but she had the longest arm reach. 
Because now, isn't the thing that they're doing is um, they're throwing it to a specific person, she turns around and the guy proposes and it's all been set up. That's on TikTok, so she'll pretend to throw it, but she kind of hands it to one girl, and then the girl turns around and the the boy's on his knees. (laughs) Look at how much you love that. It was such a good video. (laughs) It is. It was good for the first one. Now everyone's copying it. Well, that's the issue with that, isn't it? But still... You know, but now the problem you've also got is there's always if a girl is there and her boyfriend is her partner in the bridal party, she's standing there the whole time going, "Oh my god, we're going to do one of those TikTok things." <laughs> we're going to do one of those TikTok things, and then she throws it. Nick, she goes, "Oh, do you right. remember the bouquet you're wedding?" Um, yeah, I don't know. We threw it. Esther threw it. I can't remember who caught it or what happened. Yeah. To be honest, um, Good let's wedding? say they got married. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's say that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> okay, and they lived happily ever after. It won't surprise you that the thing I remember most about my wedding was at the end being in the hotel room counting the wishing well. Count the cash, money, baby. Count the money. I thought you were going to say yeah. something else. Oh no, she was she was like, you, nah, not a chance. Too tight. You did it on your wedding night. I managed to talk around <laughs> with all the cash. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, baby. <laughs> hey, Amber, catching the bouquet. Does it mean that you get married? Yeah, we were together for six years and we went to a wedding in the February and then two months later he proposed um, in April. But yeah, we were on a houseboat for seven days and um, further to your story yesterday, I found the ring on the first day <laughs> under a pillow and then he did. waited till the seventh day to propose. So. It's a long time I on I was that. Get, yeah, proposed to every day after that. <laughs> did, did, did he say I'm going to look good. I mean, this day I'm also going to do my makeup ready for the photos. Did, did yeah, he I say? Did it every day on the houseboat. <laughs> yeah. Did he say it was the bouquet catch that really put it into his mind? Uh, no, but I mean, after six years, I was like, oh, it's fate. It must have been the bouquet. Yeah. And you know what, Amber, though, when you called that bouquet, it wasn't just people coming up to you at the wedding. There mm. would have been constant people coming up to him Gotta saying, hey. Mm. That's right. Karen and Petrie, you caught the bouquet. What happened? Oh, well, it was a beautiful bouquet, and I got to walk it home. And then two days later, my partner of seven years walked out. Oh. So he broke up with you after you caught it? Yeah, yeah. Do you think you, because you caught it? Um, I think it was planting that seed. Yeah, yeah what I just said, because people would have come up and said it, and he would have gone, oh, wait a minute, it's not right. Gone. Oh. Uh, Gone. the bouquet. <laughs> I love how you started with, it was a lovely bouquet. So the bouquet lasted longer <laughs> yeah. than... Did, did you dry it out and keep it as a memento? Oh, no. Someone went out the front and the bouquet went in the bin at the same time. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair, Fair enough, Karen. Hey, Erin and Kabulcha, we're saying, um, is the power of the bouquet what people say it is? Um, yes, it is. Mm. Um, my friends got, well, our friends got married in 2018, and my partner and I been together for like seven years. Mm-hmm. And he caught the guard, I caught the bouquet, and a year later we got married. Hey, so is that the same message we were trying to work out with the guard? Is that the same sort of message if the guy catches it? I think so. I think that's the whole yeah, premise juju, yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> how does the guy, how does the groom do it though? Does he throw it over his back or does he pull it like a big elastic he, band and go ping? He, <laughs> that's what actually happened at this wedding. And legit, my partner wasn't even trying to go for it. He just looked down at his feet and he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Googling it, does. it is believed to be you're the next bachelor to get married. Oh, right? there you go. Mm. Oh, Nikki. You're, you're a great <laughs> cricket player, aren't you, Nikki? Pardon? You're a, no. You're... 
I'm not at all. <laughs> How many bouquets have you caught, though? Caught three. Mm-hmm. I met my part, my current partner, and and that was seven years ago, and still no wedding yet. It's still waiting. It's <laughs> so amazing because you caught the bouquet three times. Obviously, you're a great catch. I've got it. Yeah, I have to be. <laughs> or, or just really vicious. Yeah. <laughs> does he does he say, "Hey, stop catching it"? <laughs> Well, yeah, he did after the second one. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, I, I had to prove a point on the third one. It was so. when you started taking a catcher's mitt to the weddings and everyone was like, okay, you got to yeah. calm down. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha bucks, it's worth 10000 bucks tomorrow. Here's some answers. Wolverine and Winona Ryder. Very similar. Yeah. She's the one who got done for shoplifting. She is, but that's in the past. Now she's been in a lot of great shows. She's in Stranger Things. She was kooky at the award ceremony, remember, when uh, the guy won the award and she was beside him going, making all the faces. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But yes, she was. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Scott John Morrison. Scott Morrison. Scott Scott Morrison. Well and truly served the people of Australia in the office of Prime Minister... ScoMo, the Prime Minister, is on with us this morning. Thank you so much for calling in, mate. Good to, good to talk to you. How are you all? We're good. We're good. We're going to, uh, we're going to book our flights. Absolutely. 800,000 tickets there. Um, a ticket to recovery for particularly our tourism industry, particularly up in Queensland, I've got to say. They've been hit really hard further north you go and also down on the Gold Coast. So I'm actually sitting here in, a, in the traffic here in Sydney. I've got the Deputy Prime Minister who's put all this together. Michael McCormick um, with the aviation packages. So it's really going to help jobs in those areas. Keep jobs, you've got to put planes in the air and get tourists on the ground. Are we confident with the borders? I mean, I know when everyone's booking flights, it's so nerve-wracking at the moment, Mm. thinking, oh, God, I don't want to pay for quarantine. Have you got any reassurance, I guess, from the premiers about that? Well, we've spoken to them last week um, about the need to keep Australia open. And I think that's, you know, what this package does, I think, really puts these issues into sharp focus, you know. It's important for these borders to stay open and uh, and with the vaccinations program rolling out, uh, the increasing strength of how we've been managing the virus, Australia's leading the world. And now it's time to ensure um, that we keep our economies open, we get people and jobs and people can book confidently. And I've, I've made that point to the Premiers and I'm looking forward to their strong cooperation because this package will work best, help the most people where we keep borders open. Speaking of trips, have you um, reached out to Dan Andrews? Because he's in a bit of a bad way. Yeah, I did. I sent him a note the other day when I heard about his fall and see if he's okay. And I gave him a shout out this morning um, and hope he's well. I mean, I'm reading the reports a bit like you. I'm feel for him and his family. I mean, you don't want to see anybody um, have those sorts of injuries. And hopefully, he can uh, he'll be able to recover. Um, but it does sound like he uh, he'll be uh, off the pins for a while. Yeah. Hey, um, the, the big thing, ScoMo, um, I know this is great news for Queensland, the fact that um, you know there's money going to be coming in to help um, tourism here, but you must be excited that the NRL season is kicking <laughs> off yeah, tonight, mate. The Sharkies <laughs> I, I are playing am. on the weekend. Yeah, we've got, we got the Dragons uh, at their home, which we're both sharing that ground this year on Sunday night. So I'm really looking forward to going, as I'm sure people are all around the country. I mean, it's, it's just another sign that of life getting back to a, a much a, an even better normal and uh, we're getting closer to it every day and just a reminder about that so you know go to the footy book your holiday um, do all of those things um, Australia is coming back and we're coming back strong yeah just like the Queenslanders came back strong last year in the origin <laughs> yeah, that's well that's very true <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
total respect there, i got to say. You yeah. know, that's why it's such a great contest. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing the Queensland teams put in a better show in the NRL this year. Um, I've got a bit of a soft spot for those Cowboys. Um, I'd love to see them do well. But, uh, um, you know, I think all Australians, whether it's the AFL or the NRL or the netball or whatever it is that, you know, is your go, um, I think all of that happening is just a sign that life is getting back to normal. I have to ask, um, PM, because it has been, I've been privileged to go to so many International Women's Day events. It's happened all week. Um, and you have, rightly, after some terrible headlines have come out about, um, Parliament House, you have started uh, the sex, um, commissioner, um, hmm. Kate Jenkins is going to lead an independent inquiry into the yes. culture. Are you prepared to make drastic changes if that inquiry comes back and says it's needed? Yeah, of course. I mean, we, we, this is being done. We've worked with all the other parties in the parliament because all parties in the parliament have had issues with these ish things in the past. It's not peculiar to one part of the, the parliament, um, and those other parties acknowledge that. So, no, I think this is a, a good faith exercise, and we look forward to Kate Jenkins doing that. But we already have made some changes. Um, by the following Monday, it already introduced uh, extended hours of support counselling. We've now proved an additional uh, counselling, an independent sort of place for people to go um, if they find themselves in that terrible situation. So that's already been stood up. We've already changed the process um, and provided independent support through Medibank Private. They provide a service. They also run the 1-800-RESPECT service. And so we've already put that in. So I'm looking forward to the inquiry doing its job, but we're already making changes now to improve, um, you know, a situation which, you know, it's not just challenging in the parliamentary workplace, it's challenging in every workplace. I think Australians understand that. It's not unique to one workplace. Mm. I mean, these are serious issues all over the country, in communities, um, and, uh, you know, we've all got to do our bit um, to make sure that women feel safe. Do you ever go camping? That, because that, there's a segue. Well, well, no, I could talk about that for hours, but I know yeah. you've run out of time. Um, because we're going camping today, and the boys think you're a camping man, and I don't think you've gone with Jenny and the girls. I think you went as a like a teenager or a university true. guy. Yeah, that's true. I used to camp with my mates um, when I was a lot, a lot younger, but um, the last time I was doing that was when I trekked Kakoda and did another few treks up in uh, up in Papua New Guinea. Mm. Um, that was some oh. years ago. Um, I, was a, I was a bit more sprightly then, but I'd love to do that again. I mean, I, I love doing that sort of stuff. I love trekking um, and getting out there. And, and uh, if anyone ever has the opportunity to trek the coat, I can't do it at the moment, obviously. No. Um, it, is, it is a life-changing experience. It certainly was for me. Um, and uh, a very precious memory. I can tell you what, it was pretty hard. Though. Yeah, I can it was imagine. the hardest thing yeah. I've ever done. Here's what we need yeah. to admit to you, though, ScoMo. Yes, you haven't camped in a while, but you did Kokoda. See, we're going tonight to a caravan park with a heated pool and a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that serves hey, cocktails. You, you, you think you'll be okay? Do you, do you, do oh, I, do well, I, I don't know. If you want to sell it to... Or something? Yeah, if you want to sell it to Jenny, I think you probably go, this is our sort <laughs> <laughs> It would be nice to do that at some point as well. But uh, right now, we're getting people back into work, getting planes in the air. And uh, this is a great package to help the Queensland tourism industry, but not just the Queensland tourism industry, all around the country. They're, they're, you know, we're going to hang in there for them. We're, yeah. we're backing them to get through. Yeah, look, and the Queenslanders have been doing a great job of getting around Queensland, which has been yeah. amazing, you know. But I think now that we've got confidence that people from interstate can come in. And, you know, I, I grew up in central Queensland and, and have had family north, and I know what it's like when those tourists aren't getting into those towns there. It's really, really hard. So, uh, Gomo, this is going to be great for, for everyone, mate. We really appreciate your time on the air with us this morning. Well, it's great to be with you again. Look forward to talking to you again sometime soon. All right, good on you, buddy. And uh, go the Broncos.
Up, up, No, no, Broncos. Broncos, Broncos. Good on you, buddy. It's Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Gear up for your next adventure at Anaconda and camp better thanks to our partner, Coleman. Stab Abby and Matt's camp out. The camping trip. We're excited because it's the first time that Stab's coming along. We haven't been as keen. Life gets in the way, guys. Yeah. What part of life has gotten in the way of you coming camping with us? All sorts of life. Life's a jumble out there, it really is. You never know where you're going to get hit from. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, tonight is the beginning of the camping trip. We're off to Rivershaw, the Sunshine Coast. Big shout out to Anaconda. Um, Those guys have hooked us up with everything we're going to need to get amongst it and their partner, uh, Coleman, as well. Gear up for your next adventure at Anaconda. Now, we've all got kids and everyone with kids will know this. If you've got an event on that you know they're going to be excited about, don't tell them about it until the very last minute. But you didn't, though. That's the problem. You didn't tell your daughter. I didn't tell her. Someone else told her that she was going camping. And that was, what, three weeks ago? And so she, same as play dates. Yeah. There's an upcoming play date or birthday party. Mm-hmm. They just hassle you. Is it how many more sleeps? Yeah. When is it? What are we doing? I, I disagree. I like telling them early. Oh yeah. Do you want to go camping? Well, you go to bed. Uh, I did use it Do you want to eat all your food yeah. so that you can go camping? So I tell them as early as possible. That's and then a they good get all one. excited. That's There's a birthday true. party when you're 15. Now listen. Do you want to go? It's going to be okay. <laughs> um, but she has been very, very, very excited about it, Rory, and she has not shut up about it. So I said to her, look, I'll, I'll record you talking about camping if you just shut up about it from now on. Okay, right. <laughs> um, uh, it's very excited. And... Um, I asked her to give us a, a rating of how how good camping is going to be out of 10. Two days till we go camping. Oh. Are you excited? Yes, I'm very. Do you think it's going to be fun? Mm-hmm. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much fun is ten. it? 10! Think about your answer. 10! <laughs> I can't wait to go on like the jumpy thing mm-hmm. and go to the water park and you, the restaurant. Uh, what are you most excited about? Well, you said that we might watch a movie, a projection movie, and I'm excited for that. Sounds like a hotel she's So she's not excited about. about anything actually camping. No, I can you never take her actual her... camping. You realise that, right? After this, I can never take her actual camping. Well, you weren't going to anyway. Oh, you never know. I'm looking forward to the restaurant when we I'm go camping. I'm looking the restaurant, <laughs> the movie, and the jumping thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caravan parks, man. Any mention so of the good. tents or the sleeping bags? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even asked her if she was going to help me uh, set up the tent. Are you excited about sleeping in a tent? Very excited. What are we going to put in the tent? All of our stuff. Like what? Clothes. Mm-hmm. Water. Mm-hmm. Food mm-hmm. that we brought. Mm-hmm. Are you going to help me pitch the tent? Maybe. Uh, I'm not sure how to know. <laughs> neither do neither am I. <laughs> Dad, there's a restaurant to check out? Yeah. Have you a set restaurant? up the tent? Yeah. I'll be back. But out of everything, there's one thing that she's very, very, very excited about doing. Can you guess what it is? Uh, having a couple of beers with the lads. That second. <laughs> that second on the list. Um, is there any other kids? Is that what she's at? No. No. Is it nothing to do with camping? No, it's got something to do a with mocktail. camping. A mocktail. Because she's daddy's girl. <laughs> um, a campfire. Sleep. Yeah, I don't Sing-alongs. know. Mm. Marshmallows. Have we got the marshmallows? I've got the big campsite ones. Yeah. No, it's this. I can ride my scooter around the whole place. Mm-hmm. Take a scoot or a ride around the place. Still take a scoot or ride around the place, it's fine. If you don't help me pitch the tent, what are you going to do? 
around the place. You've seen really you're looking forward to riding around the place. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it is a popular. Oh, yeah, because yeah. yeah. they just sort of go and yeah. The only thing is our kids go at five in the morning on the scooter as well. Uh-huh. So that's annoying for everyone yeah. else, but not for us because they're not with us. <laughs> yeah, usually we send Ethan to go and find the children when they're lost. Which is hard because Finney and Xander have to really step up this trip. Well, Rory <laughs> is seven. So she's eight. Eight. The height of an 11-year-old. Yeah. So she's so, in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Reflect. Last night was an amazing event. If you want to book the venue, you can. Tickets available at the GG. It's a new room that they've opened up to watch the Brisbane Lions. It's pretty amazing. Your wife is going to love it. GG. GG, yeah. The Grabber Gowns, Grounds, but it's called that. You can book your tickets. But I was emceeing it, and there was a lovely lady standing next to me. She was so nice. And then after I did it, I realised I looked at her and she wasn't as nice. And I realised she was the only person I left off the thank you on the forms, and she was the one organising it. So if she's not listening because she was partying, can someone pass on to Uno Memento, thanks to Holly, Ness and Courtney? Brilliant team that organised the function. Oh. <laughs> Won't be getting that MC back, will they? Oh, that's but if you can pass it on about how fabulous she was, mm-hmm. that would really make a difference but to me. But do you mean it or are you just trying to stay oh, out of trouble? God, I'm staying out of trouble. It was amazing. <laughs> but you know when you're like, so who put this on? Oh, thank you. And she's like, thank you. I was like, no worries. Ooh. I'll get it. Yep. You're Grant Denya. Oh, yeah, he didn't thank his wife when he got the Logie. Mm. And then she still gave him a third kid. (laughs) (laughs) But many years later. As we've been talking about camping tonight, we're going to be at Rivershaw. We'll be live from there tomorrow. Um, And if you missed out on the camping trip, by the way, don't be sad because we've got a $10,000 Versace holiday next week. Yeah. But camping for me and my wife is very different. I'm just pack whatever I've got at the time. Mm. I was a little offended, though, last night when she came home because she bought herself some new pyjamas. New pyjamas for the kids, of course. <laughs> and she gave me a new pair of boxer shorts. <laughs> and I strictly told her, do not buy me new boxer shorts. She says to me, you've had the same boxer shorts the entire time we've been together. Mm. I said, there is nothing wrong with them. What about the little holes in them? Doesn't matter. They're just there for airing out. What about everyone else? That's <laughs> fine. It's, it's fine. Imagine if we bought the same jammies. Imagine. But I like my boxer shorts. I like the history that they hold. Yes, and it there's, shows how loyal you are. There's stories uh, in those boxer shorts. Can't you just wear those for good, like when you're out? And I'm, bringing the old, the, I'm bringing the ones she bought, and I'm wearing the ones I like. Thanks. But no thanks. Mine also has to do with attire. Had parent-teacher interview yesterday. First time meeting my uh, daughter's new grade three teacher. She's lovely. It's a hot day. And I just got back from walking the dog. And it was time to pop up to the school. So I had a quick shower and I was like, I'm still hot. So I whacked on a pair of shorts and a singlet. Headed up to school. It's halfway to school when I realised the singlet I was wearing had a picture of the Golden Girls on it, all wearing sunglasses with the words Thug Life underneath. <laughs> and I thought to myself... Is this appropriate for a parent-teacher night? And then I thought, you know what? It's not about me. It's about Rory. You know, I'm not on trial here. It would have been worse if you took it off. <laughs> you also walked in and she went, oh, makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so thanks, but no thanks. 
Dav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, uh, thanks so much for making it to the end. There's a podcast. Good work, guys. Stab, Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab, Abby and Matt on B105.